Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where we'd be remiss if we didn't pay tribute to one of the greatest NBA players of all time in Kobe Bryant. May he rest in peace. This is Lost in the Midcard. Welcome to uh, basically our review show of, uh, of a lot of stuff that happened this weekend. NWA Hard Times on Friday and Amazing Worlds Collide on Saturday. And of course, the Royal Rumble. Lots to talk about about that event from this past Sunday as well. Daryl was in in town, in H-Town, for the action on Sunday. Uh, Even got to meet a few people. We'll get his thoughts on that and much more. But first, thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, any of your favorite podcasting apps. All you got to do is search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, typically every Wednesday. You can also subscribe on the uh, the YouTube as well if you prefer to listen through that. Links to all that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lostinthemidcard. Also on our Twitter page, at LITMC Podcast, where we also share a lot of the great tweets from the wrestling world. I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. As always, my co-host, he is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? Better than Andrade. Yeah. He, get, he, he but he gets a thirty day vacation and still keeps the belt. Well, keeps the yeah, belt for now. That was probably a really dumb call on their part. I wonder now. Now, now the top now the top singles title on Raw is either the women's championship or the twenty four seven title. <laughs> Mojo Raleigh holds the top singles championship on Raw. <laughs> uh, and they as, didn't think that through. No, and as always, uh, well, they, they might play that stripped card or something i don't know they could they, they could, should they should hold a fucking tournament they should they could say oh andrade's injury is going to keep him out for 60 days or something you know and is it, well, we're going to we're going to play that card where we'll strip the title since he can't defend it i don't know i don't know what they're going to do with that i haven't even heard an update on what they're going to do with it to be honest all, all i hear all i saw today was the the wwe uh official statement so Oh. As always, our the co-host he is on the Twitter at no one like D, Mr. Daryl Bullock. Daryl, how you doing? I'm fucking tired. It's a long weekend. I bet. When'd you get back? Like late Monday or yesterday morning? No, I got back yesterday morning. My flight was at seven o five. The rumble ended at what, what what time? Like eleven or so? And I didn't sleep until my time to get on my flight. A little after ten centrals when uh, when the rumble ended. Yeah. Plus, you're yeah. going back home. You're going to lose an hour, so pretty much. Uh, I'm okay, though. I guess um, uh, let's just lead, let's lead off with uh, your your in person thoughts uh, of the show you attended. You only went to one show, right? Yeah, I only went to one show. Um, so I had to be a jabroni and wait for the last minute to go for a while, but and I. Houston is awesome. I will say that. Now, JB, I will say a different. WWE is totally different in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a ballpark. I don't know how 
Diamondbacks State uh, ballpark is, but the Astros ballpark is pretty awesome. Like, pretty, like, awesome how they had the setup and everything. Um, but yeah, as folks seen on Twitter, I'm the newest member of the Undisputed Era. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just had a ball, man. Like, I will say this as a wrestling fan, um, just hanging out with those guys, they're real people. Like, I got, I, I got to see Roddy Strong drunk um <laughs> but then uh, but then also i got to actually sit there and talk to adam cole about different just different things and you know just not even talking about wrestling just talking about life and regular things so they were actually appreciative that i came at them correctly and no disrespect to anybody who likes to just still pick some stalk wrestlers but my advice is don't do it they're regular people but just like you, like if Matt caught you at his hotel while you're trying to, while he's trying to check in, he probably punch you in the face. JB catch you at his hotel wow. or the airport while you're trying to get off a flight, he probably cuts you out. I know I'm just gonna stare at you when I say a goddamn thing. But the reason why I said that is simply because if you want to meet a wrestler, don't act stupid. Like they're real people too. And I had a ball just talking to the air, or like they're they're like very cool guys, man. So how'd you how'd you approach them? Just say, hey, can I buy you a drink or whatnot? Or well, yeah, that's what I did. Like I was at the bar, I noticed they were over there, and I walked up to Adam. I said, hey, don't mean to disturb you. Um, just wondering if you guys wanted needed a drink or a refill or something. And Roddy and Kyle um, asked for two blue moons. I brought them their drinks, and pretty much they were like, hey, that's that's we appreciate you guys for doing. That. I'm like, let's get a pick, and I'm like. No, I didn't do it for that. And they were like, no, we insist. This is the least we can do. So I took the picture. And yeah. And I just sat there with him the whole time and just talked to him. Like, Adam Cole's mom was just sitting there talking to, talking to me like I was one of the guys. So nice. one of the cool, one, one of my cooler experiences. I actually got to sit there and drink with them. I got to drink with Braun and Rhea Ripley, Angelo Dawkins, talk football with me. Um, you know, I got to, you know, take a shot with Walter. It was pretty cool, man. Man, I bet Walter could drink a lot of you under the table there, huh? <laughs> no, I can't no? think of that. Fabian Eichner, Fabian Eichner's the drinker. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have think that from the Italian, well, he, the Italian out of the group, but yeah, he 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 kept the cup in his hand the whole time. But I mean, it was pretty awesome. Like, and the thing about it was, and that, like I said, they're regular people, so they're just walking through the hotel doing nothing. And, and like they're looking at you saying what's up and it's like so this is an unreal experience you see these guys every monday wednesday and friday night and guys and girls for that for that respect and you're just kicking it with them just having a beer or having a drink with them and not even talking wrestling just talking about life i'm talking to roddy about kids yeah i would never think i'd be talking to roddy about kids <laughs> so it was pretty cool nice and like um, the rumble was awesome. Like, yeah, you'll hear when we go through review. You'll hear my feedback. But nice little setup, man. The Astro Stadium is, is 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 nice. Minute Maid Park is a good one. Yeah, there were like where we were sitting. Like the structures kind of blocked a little bit of it, and we were a little far back. So, uh, but I mean, overall, it wasn't too bad uh, of an experience. Well, they didn't have any obstructive views this time. So yeah. they didn't have they any no pillars. Sense. They didn't have any pillars like coming out from they the did, ring. They did. Mm. What well, they did, um, as far as floor seats were concerned, you couldn't really, um, 
you couldn't really there was no obstructive view floor seats wise as far as those folks that were sitting in the rises 100 section they may have had that but with with that being said they had screens everywhere so it's not like you couldn't see what was going on anything else you want to add about uh your your in-person experience at houston Oh, I'm just glad Joe Cough wasn't there. Because <laughs> why? Because f- fuck Joe Cough. Exactly. Duh. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Joe Cough, man. Yep, people keep resigning with him, so. Hey, I'm just going to put it to like this. Every episode of Lost in the Mid-Card, until, he's ac- until I actually speak to him, I'm just going to say, fuck Joe Cough. And if I don't say it, I need you guys to remind me. When are you actually going to speak to him, though? Uh, I might go to that free show, dude. Oh, yeah. Matt, you going to that free show, too? Probably. Yeah? Yeah, if, if I'm going, more than likely he's going. To. Yeah! Yeah. I might get kicked out of the building, but it's good for TV. Hey, I mean, it's not like you paid for the ticket, so if you get kicked out right. of the building. Free. You know. No sweat off your ass. Uh, AEW Dynamite this week, uh, part two. Uh, this was uh, taped on the cruise. I think they must have accidentally put live on on the first part of the show. Unless that tag match was actually actually live, I think that was all taped, wasn't it, Matt? They they had the live tag up there on the whole show. Yeah, was it was it actually I, live? I, I, no, it wasn't. It wasn't live. I didn't have a problem with it though. I thought it was funny. Yeah. WWE's done WWE's done that before. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, we, we know better, Vince. Uh, how There's co- been plenty of times that they've been in the UK where the freaking thing says they're live and they're not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how uh, how cool was it to uh, to watch some some matches from the ship there? That's pretty cool. I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great show. Yeah, it's a good scenery. Uh, pretty cool uh, setup they have there. Uh, part two, part two, the second wave of the Chris Jericho Rock and Rager, or Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. Uh, sailing off to the Bahamas, uh, the uh, the announced team of Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur welcome us to the show. And the, and the the wind was so high on on the ship there, it blew off Jr.'s hat. So Jr. said, maybe the first time in his illustrious career that he's ever broadcasted without his cowboy hat on. Uh, first up is the AEW Tag Team Championship match: SCU taking on Kenny Omega. Hangman Page, an amazing tag match for sure, with uh, Omega and Hangman getting the win, and Hangman doing a little uh, uh, crowd surfing while drinking a beer. That was uh, very interesting. The Elite come to, uh, well, congratulate Kenny. Uh, Hangman's off doing his own thing. So um, while they didn't lose and we're going to get the turn of Hangman Page, I think basically once they lose the titles, that's coming, don't you think? They're going to lose them to the Unbox Revolution. Yeah. Yep turn happens there yeah yeah he, he's still acting a little weird and you know it's like all the interviews they don't let hangman talk like somebody always interrupts or or some or or it seems like the interviewer just doesn't care so yeah that that hangman turn is being so foreshadowed right now but uh an amazing match there to kick things off on dynamite uh priscilla kelly uh, i don't know if she signed yet but uh, she was on the cruise with her with her husband darby allen she took on Britt baker in a short match, uh, then Baker was interviewed by Tony Schiavone, who uh, basically uh, just just berated Tony and poor Tony. Uh, so basically, the uh, the heel turn has been cemented there uh, for Britt Baker. 
JR just basically cut off the interview saying, uh, uh, we're, we're tired of listening to her. <laughs> Poor Tony. Was uh, Moose fighting the Taurus for that, that triple A title, or was uh, that non-title? I don't know. You're paying more attention than I am. I don't know. I just saw that he won. <laughs> I just saw that he won, and here comes a, a gore from Rhino. Uh, Inner Circle took on the Jurassic Express. Probably the uh, one of the coolest moments on this episode was the fact of the crowd in attendance on the boat singing Judas by Fozzie. That was that was pretty badass. Um, they were able to uh, isolate Marco Stunt, and Jer- Jericho hits the Judas effect on him to get the W. Uh, if you have not seen dynamite and uh check their uh, check their twitter page aew or aewrestling.com uh i believe they shared uh the clip of uh, the crowd singing along to judas that was uh, pretty badass mjf took on joey janela and uh then got thrown in the pool by the young bucks of course cody can't touch mjf but uh the bucks can and so they uh, landed a super kick through him in the pool i liked how um they, uh, I, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was on Being the Elite. They kind of showed an extended version, like some of the, some of the fans were reaching out their hand to help them out, and then they'd pull it back. <laughs> that was pretty damn funny because because MJF's a dick. So when you get to be a dick to MJF when he's when he's uh, struggling, then you know that's definitely a highlight of your life, probably. Okay. <laughs> uh, tomorrow tomorrow night, uh, Dynamite's in Cleveland. Uh, Darby Allen and Private Party, that's quite the team. Uh, they're going to take on uh, Santana Ortiz and Jericho. Um, lots of six-man matches. I wonder when that six-man belt's coming. They need to get that secondary title out first, though. Uh, Buck- I hear it's next cruise. Next cruise for the second? For the six-man six titles, mm-hmm. yep. So secondary title probably in between that? I sure as fuck hope so because I'd rather have a second. I'd rather have a second sing, secondary singles title before I'm even worried about a fucking six man tag title. Yeah. <laughs> because they're look. Can you can you name one Fed that's ever done a six man tag title right, and it's actually meant a damn. Uh, Lucha Underground, but they're not a, in existence uh, anymore. New Japan, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think those titles are treated just as crappily in New Japan as they are in Ring of Honor. Or, just as I've seen them in any other company that's attempted it. I think Lucha, I, I think think, Lucha I, Underground did it the best. I didn't watch Lucha Underground, so I can't comment. But I, I, I feel AEW severely needs a second, a second singles title for the for the men to uh, to fight over because uh, their roster's getting bigger and they got a second show coming. Uh, it's just yeah, they need they you, need one. You, you got to have one. And you wonder maybe with the uh, addition of the second shows when that that announcement comes out possibly. Yeah, maybe. Hey, hey they listen to the show sometimes. Uh, they they listen to us sometimes, so maybe they're listening now and you know give us that television title or whatever you want to call it. Uh, also, Bucks take on Butcher and the Blade, and Kip Sabian takes on Cody. Uh, main event: John Moxley against the bastard bastard Pac. For the Boston, uh, for the uh, number one contenders match for the AEW World Title, no surprise that Moxley got the win there, but a very good main event nonetheless. Um, so there you go, Revolution, John Moxley, Chris Jericho. I smell a title change, right, gents? Si, senor. Yeah, I, I'd be I'd be shocked if Moxley's not walking out of there with the title. 
I think Jericho's had his run, uh, and it's been great. And I mean, I'm sure there, there's still plenty Jericho will be doing with AEW after that. But I, yeah. I, I think his absolutely. I, th- I, th- I think his title run is done. Yeah, at, f- at well, Revolution. I think they're gonna let Moxley, Moxley run with that for a while. Uh, Fozzie goes on tour in the spring because I'm going to a show. I'm and going, I'm uh, going too. Sweet. Yeah, mine's nice. mine's. Um, yeah, hold up, hold up. You're going, JB. Yeah, they're going to be in Lincoln. Um, they're going to be in town here. Matt, Matt, you're going too. Yeah, Baltimore, April 30th. Yeah, he's not going to the same show I am. <laughs> guess, guess what? Mine's May 9th. I'm not. I'm not going. Oh come on! You got to see Fozzie, man. Uh, man, yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be on the shelf. Yeah, I knew you. Oh, were on the show. that's why I didn't ask if you wanted to kill. <laughs> yeah, so so Matt's on April thirtieth, uh, and I'm from, like March on. Daryl's like MIA when it comes to doing anything. Yeah. Oh, I might I might have to get you over there and for 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 a takeover or something. I don't know. Well, like Shit. I said, well, I'm, well, I'm coming over well, for, uh, well, for well, AEW. Well, well, well. While, while we're on it right now, uh, it will be in March. The surgery will be in March. So AEW and TakeOver is uh, – well, well, AEW more because TakeOver is on a Sunday. Yeah. AEW is a lock for here. Shake Shack or Chicken Friends or whatever. Oh, you know it's Chicken Friends, homie. Chicken sh- Friends of Chicken. Shake, shake Chicken Shack. <laughs> chicken Shack. <laughs> get, just get a little from both. Yeah. <laughs> oh a, God! Don't tempt me. A chicken shack buffet. <laughs> I want their bur- I want their burgers in one hand, a piece of fried chicken in the other. That oh, or God. I, I think you almost should call it a sh- shake friends. <laughs> shake, shaking friends. There. Shake, shake. Shaking friends. Shaking friends. Yeah. Uh, it, NXT this week. Uh, semifinals of the Dusty Classic. How about uh? How Garbage. About, well, come on. You can't have the era always winning Garbage. it. Garbage. You're you're not a fan of the grizzled young veterans, I take it, but uh, they suck. They don't suck. They suck. You suck. You suck. I really, I really hope the rumors that Matt Riddle has backstage heat are oh. not true, because that means those fucking idiots are gonna win the Dusty Cup on Wednesday, and then I'm just gonna want to like not even watch. Well, you don't want to see those idiots against the era again, as we just saw it last week. I think even if he does have heat, it's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be the bros or weights against the air. Yeah, but it, it, Riddle probably has heat with the main roster backstage, but maybe not NXT backstage. No, he doesn't. I don't think he does. Based on what I've seen, he um, doesn't. I will. Uh, I got some article on that from PW Insider. We'll get to it at the end of the show on headlines. Uh, so James Drake, Zach Gibson advanced to the finals. Uh, Io Shirai took on Tony Storm. Um, but Bianca Belair interrupted that. I love the match until the finish. Uh, Io Shirai apparently out a couple months as well. She got hurt. Oh, a couple months? Yeah, I hear. I heard a couple months. Oh, shit. That sucks. Uh, she's been one of the best parts of that women's division lately. I know. And she's getting, like, the biggest pops, too. That's a bummer, man. Uh, Finn Balor took on uh, Yoki and Wild. Quick little match there. Um, Shayna Baszler against Shotzi Blackheart, uh, kind of a, a grudge match for Shotzi eliminating her from the uh, number one contenders battle Royale. Uh, Shayna gets the win there. Um, they, uh, have a vignette with Tegan Knox as she is set to face Dakota Kai on tonight's edition of NXT. And the main event was Imperium versus Pete Dunn, Matt Riddle, 
Dunn and Rill get the win there, advance to the finals. Almost everybody is. That's actually was that was the co-main event. Um, everybody's still expecting Dunn and Riddle to win that the the Dusty Classic. Um, it's weird how thrown together teams have won that like half of those Dusty Cups. Yeah, Finn and Joe. That was the first one. Mm-hmm. And then the main event: Roddy Strong taking on Keith Lee for the North American Championship and. Uh, it, it was a, a hell of a year for Keith Lee. Won the marquee for Breakthrough NXT Wrestler of the Year, and that Breakthrough Year led, leads to gold as Keith Lee is your new North American Champion. Baskin has glory. <laughs> and of course, we have to make everything you know to Seven Nation Army. So then you gotta. Sing it like that too, and then at the end, Empyrean shows up, and we have a big eight-man brawl that uh, led us to uh, to Worlds Alexander Collide. The wolf getting knocked the fuck out. Oh my god, yeah, we'll get we'll get to uh, Worlds Collide in just we'll get to Worlds Collide in just a second. But first, NWA Hard Times, Matt. What did you think of the pay per view on Friday? Nothing to write home about, to be perfectly honest. No, I mean, no, it was good. Like, it was like compared, it, it, to their, <laughs> compared to their last. Um, quote-unquote pay-per-view special event, whatever you want to call it, I, I thought the last one was, was a lot better than this one. Yeah. I, I really, I was really, le- I really left this show going like, you couldn't have just aired this on YouTube? Yeah, this is like, uh, it, uh, it just, it really, like, it just, it was just there for me. Yeah, it was a, like a very good edition of power, as opposed yeah, to like a pay-per-view. Yeah, like an extended edition of power. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was impressed. Opening match question mark against Trevor Murdoch and uh, Matt's pick to win it all got beat right away in the pay per view. Whoops. Uh, oh, by the way, Chris Van Vliet uh, did six interviews. He was down there for hard times as well as the first night of tapings. Uh, he did six interviews uh, with uh, for the NWA. Uh, first one came out today with Nick Aldis, and there is one coming with. Wait not to watch that. Oh, it's good. It was a good interview. I liked it. It learned a lot about the beginnings of Corgan in the NWA because uh, Aldis was involved with a lot of the beginnings before we got what we have now. Uh, it was a real good interview. I just don't want to hear Magnus flap his gums for 45 minutes or however long the damn interview is. Yeah, you're just not a fan. Uh, but question Magnus. question mark. Fuck, Call, fuck Magnus. They're both working together. Fuck them both. Uh, the question mark is going to be one of Van right, Vliet's. Yes, sir. Yeah, fuck it. Yes. Uh, the question mark will be one of Van Vliet's interviews. That I cannot wait for that one. Can't wait to hear all about, all about karate. Uh, and uh, it, it's so funny. If you don't know who uh, the question mark is, go to IMDb and it'll spoil it for you. Son of a bitch. And it was who we thought it was. Son of a bitch. Old Josephus. Son of a bitch. Uh, next up, Dan Maff took on Ziggy Dice, and Jesus, Dan Maff is a massive dude. He's like Taz, he's like Taz times, he's like Taz, like, you know how Taz was kind of compact? like Taz of Taz ate Taz. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Woof. Uh, Dan Maff gets the win there. Um, and then, uh, Matt Cross, who, uh, if you watch Lucha Underground, you know him as Son of Havoc. Uh, he took on Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks getting the win there. Uh, Tim Storm got a bye because Ken Anderson was not medically cleared to wrestle, they say. Um, 
So Tim. I don't believe them. Tim Storm cut a promo. How he, that's not the way he wanted to advance, but there we go. Uh, the next pay per view, not uh, not every month that we're gonna have a pay per view, so that's good for the wallet. Uh, the Crockett Cup coming back in April, and uh, that's gonna be the next pay per view for NWA. Probably gonna be Aldis and Scroll for the world title. Uh, you might see uh, Villain Enterprises in the Crockett Cup tournament as well. So, I think they realized they didn't have enough good creative, cre- enough good creative going in from their last pay per view to this one, and it showed on the show itself. And that's why there's a big space between pay per views now. Yeah, and I, I was glad it wasn't every month, to be honest. Though, oh, my- d- dude, you're just you're milking the diehards if you're if you're if you were going to attempt to do shit monthly. Yeah. The only thing that would do is uh, is uh, bump up my fight credits more, so I'd get a free one eventually. <laughs> um, Allison Kay against Thunder Rosa. Uh, we we both predicted Rosa to get the title, and and she sure did. A decent match there. I thought it was a pretty good battle, actually. I think it was my favorite thing on the show. Yeah, and you're not. A couple. Of, I think there was a couple mess ups on there, but I mean. Overall, I, I thought it was I thought it was the best end on the show. And uh, you, you um, yeah, you're not a fan uh, of of Allison K by any means. No, so. not not even not even a little bit. And uh, we got our wish with Eli Drake and James Storm winning the tag titles. I thought that was good. I thought their promo was great. Uh, bear dummies. Bear yeah. dummies. Yeah. What was uh one uh, one name Eli suggested was drinking buddies. I like that one. I like uh, beer dummies. Beer dummy, yeah. But uh, I, I almost pulled the trigger on that signed Eli Drake poster from Into the Fire. It, it How much were they charging for it? it? Uh, well, there were like fifteen bids. It never went up from like when I looked at it two days ago or two days before the the auction ended. Uh, it ended up going for about a hundred and two dollars, I think. It's uh, way too much for an Eli Drake autograph. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, dummy. I didn't. Well, I didn't pull the trigger. So, uh, Allison Kay. Job for you. Al- Allison Kay's uh, only went for like fifty or fifty-five. So. Ah! <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, look! It's uh. She sucks. It's Mrs. Du- it's Mrs. Douche Matthews. Um. Math and Murdoch was a semifinal match. Those guys, that was a fun one to watch. Those, those two old hosses beating the shit out of each other. Uh, probably the most interesting match of the tournament: Ricky Starks and Tim Storm. I this was one I I could have seen either one go, and and uh, Starks uh, Starks was able to come out on top, and uh, Tim Storm's kind of decline is is kind of. Uh, Kind of continuing. Do you do you think Tim Storm? Uh, do you think that losing? You know, there's the typical storytelling. Losing streak may lead to a heel turn. What do you think, Matt? I don't know. I'm curious how one inch is doing over there right now. Well, oh, yep. There's Kara Hogan onto my TV. Uh, hey, has a problem with my TV? Yeah, you'll know. <laughs> well, we'll know that that one inch will go to 1.1 inches. <laughs> Wow. Have mercy. Wow. Oh, my. He did not just go there. Uh, why the hell was Scott Steiner in a... in a, 
national title match. I don't know. Why the hell was Scott Steiner in a multi-year lawsuit with Impact, and he's coming back and doing the damn TNA show in two months? Yeah. Oh, is this, is this the? Oh, this is the qualifier that we spoiled last week. Oops. Yeah, it's it's Impact, so we don't give a fuck. <laughs> no fucks given. Um. Thankfully, thanks to question mark uh, uh, causing the DQ, and Aaron Stevens escapes with his uh, national title. Did not did not appreciate Stevens not saving the question mark. I know he, he leaving him there to die. He uh, he, he ran for the hills as as the question mark sat in the Steiner recliner, and. Um, were you surprised that now, since they put, because uh, of course Marty Scroll came out, interviewed with Dave Marquez earlier in the show, and uh, and says, well, if you're the the world's champion, why don't you put it on the line against Flip? And uh, and Aldis made him uh, made Marty leave the building, and he would do so. Uh, were you surprised that this didn't go on last? Now that it was made for the world title, Matt. It should have been last. Yeah. Good stuff uh, from those two guys. Great match, probably the best match of the night. Uh, you know, and I'm Man, not. I'd agree with you if Magnus wasn't in it. I, w- I I'm not going to take away from Starks and Murdoch because uh, Murdoch's been working pretty well with NWA. Starks is a star in the making, and and obviously they they pulled uh, they they pulled the trigger on the on on Starks and and uh, it was the right move. But yeah, they, they already un- and they already unpulled it. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 uh, t- I couldn't fucking believe that I read that. I'm like, you guys fucking on crack. Yeah. Uh, they, you, you keep the fucking world title on dumbass Magnus for like three fucking years, and you freaking take the title off Starks in like a day? Yeah. Well, I think here's the reasoning for this, Matt. Star- Remember Starks disqu- disguised himself as a, mm-hmm. as a Daryl needs a cold shower. <laughs> Matt. Remember on the last edition of Power, Starks disguised himself as as one of the. Uh, My lord. Starks disguised himself as one of the uh, the karate dojo members. I think Starks is actually going after the national title here soon, which made it weird that he they put the TV title on him at the pay per view. But I think he's going for the national title, and I think that's why they did, they did that such a quick poll. Weird booking, yes, but that, I think that's why they did it, Matt. Yeah, I guess it's still weird. Yeah, good show, but not a not not a must see. Uh, ma- like nothing majorly must see about it, you know. Just a very good, solid night of wrestling. Which, hey, fifteen bucks is it, it's worth it to me, Matt. And dollar, dollar. Daryl, I don't know if Daryl's still with us, but. I'm here. Barely. Yep. Oh, look, she's bending over, Daryl. There's something to look forward to in about 30 seconds or a minute or however far behind you are. I started a yes chan in my basement. I'm not, I don't want to know what you're starting it with. <clears throat> wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. I assume his mouth. What else, how else could you start a yes chan? <laughs> well, use your imagination. Worlds collide! Holy shit! Was this this was a damn good show, wasn't it, boys? It was a ta- let's face let's let's call it what it was. Bending, it was a, she's bending over. It was an NXT takeover without any real any without very many storylines. 
Yeah. I mean, like it was it was great. I think it's it a great show. I but, think it, I mean, like that's that's what it was. It was an it was an NXT takeover and anything but the name. Yeah, I hope they make it a, a Rumble tradition, Rumble weekend tradition. Having uh, this, it was such a it's a damn good show. Um, started off Finn Balor and uh, Ilya Dragunov. That that, that was. Uh, uh, a damn good match. I thought it would be the one that steal the show, but uh, that that was uh, later on. Uh, but still, a very very good match between Balor and Dragunov. Of course, no surprise Balor getting the win because he's got Gargano to look forward to here in a couple of weeks. Oh, there there was no question to me what, what match was going to steal the show. Yeah, like oh, I, 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 I like I I I knew going in like I like are we, I, I got to think we're all thinking of the same match, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tag match? Yeah. D- DIY mm-hmm. and, and Mustache Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. That that was easily the the best thing on the show. That, that was a that, that that was creative, fun, pure wrestling had all of the above. Yeah, they had a little fun and be- they had a little fun in the beginning and then uh, then once the once the switch flipped it flipped. Uh Kathy Kelly interviewing the grizzled young veterans, and then they went to the broser weights. That that was that was pretty fun. All the uh, all the stoner jokes that Pete Dunn uh, had uh, said for uh, for old Matt Riddle. Um, Pete Pete saying he'll be blunt. <laughs> oh boy. Um, man. Uh, the fatal four way match for the cruiserweight title was pretty damn good too, and I was so happy. And and who got that pick right, boys? <laughs> I, I, I was so damn happy to see Captain No Pants get lose his fucking title. I I got a lot of picks right this weekend, boys. And hey, guess who got Roman Reigns right, bitches? <laughs> That's the only one that matters to Matt after the arguments the we had last one week. That mattered to me. <laughs> All hail King Roman! Fuck off, Corbin, you little bitch! Hey, I got both Rumbles right uh, with my no Ronda disclaimer on that, so. Still should have been Ripley. But uh, Jordan Devlin, uh, my pick to win the uh, Cruiserweight Championship, and he did. That's good. We'll get to see him on uh, Wednesdays a little more often. Hell of a talent if you've not seen him. Um, Going back to that first takeover in Blackpool when his surprise... His uh, surprise, his surprise opponent was Finn Balor, which was a hell of a match. This was a great match, though, uh, with uh, with Swerve and, and Angel and and Travis Banks. Travis Banks looked pretty damn good here, didn't he, boys? He had a nice little run. Well, yeah, yeah we, we we still don't have Daryl back. Sorry, I'm a little occupied. I'm still here though. Daryl's fucking killing me right now. I can't even lie. Yeah, Daryl's about Hogan's on TV, man. Daryl's about to get disappointed though. I don't care. I'm never disappointed when she's on TV. <laughs> Damn, her she's getting wrenched back. But... <laughs> That's pretty cool. She buns. Her she's getting wrenched. Uh, Kara's getting wrenched back, and Madison's holding her arm, keeping her from tapping out. <laughs> ah, match of the night. Next up. Uh, DIY Mustache Mountain. Not much else to say about that. Uh, Twenty-three minutes of pure kick-ass wrestling from those guys. DIY getting the win. Um, so hugs all around after the match as well. Um, WWE's Twitter account said it best. DIY wins, but 
Didn't we all? Um, then we got a commercial for NXT TakeOver Portland. That is Sunday, February 16th. God, amazingly, it's going to be February this weekend, guys. Holy cow. Shit going by fast, man. About the only disappointing match on Worlds Collide was Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm. Not much drama to this match. It was just... uh, not, there was no near falls, no... It just didn't have much drama to it. You guys feeling the same way? A little disappointed on that one? Not really. Eh. Nah. That's all I got to say about that. And, uh, That's all I got to say about that. And uh, a hell of a battle for the main event, Undisputed Era against Imperium. As Matt mentioned, uh, Alexander Wolf got knocked silly. By a kick from, I think it was from Bobby Fish. He's still asleep. I got I got an update on that later on. Uh, Imperium getting the win, which is huge. I mean, uh, putting them over huge. These guys battled for 30 minutes and uh, probably the second best match of the night. And uh, They were drinking at the bar an hour later. Yeah, they were. Daryl's buying them all drinks. Yeah, my account is fucked. Ah, uh, so we go from there to the Royal Rumble. Uh, Seamus Shorty G went a lot longer than I thought. They went 12 and a half minutes. I figured it was going to go like one minute. So I was kind of surprised at, at, at that. Uh, Andrade, Umberto Carrillo. Okay, so Umberto Carrillo gets pinned clean at the Royal Rumble, then gets a title match the next night at Raw. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it, guys? Well, I hear it was only done because of... Because of um, suspension. Yeah. Oh, so they could do the concrete spot? Yep. To, to explain his television absence. Uh, very sweet intro video from Stone Cold Steve Austin to kick things off. What? I mean, the man man uh, won three Royal Rumbles, so. What? The man won three Royal Rumbles. What? By throwing him over the top rope. What? Getting the win. What? Going to WrestleMania. What? Drinking some beers. What? <laughs> I just want to see how far I was going to go. <laughs> yeah, I got tired. Uh, Reigns and Corbin. I'm sure uh, Matt loved this match because Reigns won. Damn right. I wish they would have gone a little more around the stadium, maybe up into the concourses and shit. I don't know. I, th- I, thought, Small. Fought, I thought they fought pretty much all, all over the place. I thought they did a pretty good job utilizing the, uh, the baseball they did. Fighting, I, I like the end. Ended up with the dugout. Yeah, the spare on the dugout. The that was nice. I, I kind of, I, I don't know. It a, it's a small grape. I, I, I thought they'd go up. You know, of course, going up the stairs. That, that's a lot of stairs to go to. So that would probably have taken forever. So I, 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 maybe I see why they didn't do that. But uh, yeah, it's not as accessible as like a normal, you know, arena. Nah, it's, to do that. it's not. They got to stay around on the floor. And. Uh, too bad that porta potty was uh, clean. God damn it! I took a dump. <laughs> Should have drop a dun in there. God, speaking of dun, fucking fucking up edge, fucker. Dude, he should like legitimately. He should have been fired all Monday for the job he did on Sunday. I love how Ziggler called him out, and then they released a. Uh, unseen footage. Yeah. Well, yeah, unseen because of Kevin Dunn's fucking worthless ass. Yeah, hey, hey, Dunn, here's an idea. Show the crowd one fucking time, 
and then keep the fucking t- keep the fucking camera on the person what the, the crowd fucking cares about. Like I could see him cutting away from Edge when he's struggling to get his jacket off, but dude was almost at in the ring and he cuts to the crowd. What the fuck? And so we missed the first. Edge, the fireworks and the f- man, listen that. Cr- Fightful, that shit Fightful said within that within that ninety seconds of Edge's entrance, there were forty camera cuts. Oh, it was ridiculous. Forty. Like, are you fucking kidding me? All right, we're getting ahead of ourselves, Kevin, but yeah. Kevin Dunn needs to be fired. Uh, I thought it was really cool. The W. We've been saying that for years, though. Yeah, yeah, we've been saying that for years. Uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville interviewed by Kayla Braxton. Uh, Sonya saying that she cares so much about Mandy that she would eliminate herself if it came down to her and Mandy, which told me, oh, she's throwing Mandy over the top rope. That didn't happen, but. Oh my Man, God! Man, he was looking good on Sunday. Yeah, that outfit was nice. So was Liv Morgan, though. What? I don't know if it was the Rumble or Raw, but do you notice they kept doing the blurring thing? Like when they cut, you know how they do that blur with Mandy's entrance? I think it was on Raw last night, and then they cut away to an interview and they of them like I think it was from the night before, and they still had the damn blur that on. Smack, that was SmackDown Friday. Oh, night. SmackDown! Thank you. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, they they completely fucked that up. Another another beautiful Kevin Dunn error. That was so messed up. Because the interview was supposed to be in that little block, like in, in the lower left hand corner, and we ended up getting the interview in that block in the lower left hand corner and on the main side of the screen. Yeah, which ended up blurring the whole thing. They they fucked it up so fucking bad. Like <laughs> Dunn, Dun- Dunn is worthless Kevin. trash. It was a Kevin Dunn. You you you're one one fuck up away from me saying fuck Dunn. Shit, we've been saying we've been saying that for five years. Jay, we've been saying that for years. Maybe Joe Koff could hire Kevin Dunn. It was oh, they'd be that'd be a that'd be a match made that'd be a match made in heaven. No, no, no. I'd rather I'd rather have Kevin I'd rather have Kevin Dunn fucking up a product I'm hardly watching than fucking up WWE. I'd rather have Kevin Dunn work at Bojangles. He'll fuck that up too. Uh, nobody better be fu- no, nobody better be fucking up my fried chicken. God, and I and I and I've never even had Bojangles, but I damn well know it has <laughs> fried chicken. Very cool of the WWE to uh, pay tribute to Kobe Bryant after uh, Sunday. Actually, Sundays it happened Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. So. Yeah, I really wish they didn't know because I was doing everything in my power to avoid as much of that as humanly possible so, on so, Sunday. So was that? And them hitting so me with I. that again during the pay I'm like, damn it, guys, you're my escape tonight. Stop it. Yeah. You know, just I, I've I've avoided so much social media in the last 72 hours because I feel like every time I look at my Twitter, there's there's either uh, some some sort of hashtag trending or someone's still talking about yeah, them. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, I can't. I'm tired, I can't, I'm tired I can't of it, dude. Do it. Yeah, Facebook. Do it. Facebook was just getting covered with everything. Be all, all the articles being shared. It's like, jeez. I'm really, I'm really glad the NBA delayed Lakers Clippers tonight. Like yeah. I don't know, I don't know when it's actually going to happen now, but I know they postponed the game because there's no way I, there's no way I could have watched that game tonight. Shaq like, talked. Um, absolutely no way. On social media, Dave, Dave, Shaq has. I happened to just go on Twitter just a few seconds ago, and Shaq has a, and I can't even watch that. Like, yeah, I don't it was tough. I watched oh, it. I saw like a 52 second clip of it, and I retweeted it, and I'm like, I can't yeah. watch any more than that. And it was overall, it was like seven minutes, and yeah, I'm, it was I'm tough. done. I, 
I can't. So I'm just saying, can you imagine just like getting ready for the Rumble in Houston and that shit comes across your phone? And like I, I literally usually I, I drink when Matt tell you I'll drink and get a little get a little sauced up before I go into a wrestling show. I was I was fucked up. Like I got I started getting drunk early. Yeah, just because I didn't want to deal with it. I just want I just wanted to rest. I just wanted to rumble to hurry up and start. Dude, it's it's I like I woke up Sunday morning. I was feeling good for a change. You know, I was just like, hey, it's a good day. It's Rumble Day, you know. And I'm always hyped, you know. I'm like reading everybody's theories online and shit. And that's what I like to do on Rumble Day, you know. And get on there and talk to everybody about that. And that shit with TMZ hit my timeline, and I'm like, at first I was just hoping they got hacked and it was fake. Yeah, and then, me too. And then when I and then when I realized it was real, I was just like, I got to get off of here. I'm done. I'm out. And I just still doesn't feel real man fuck it sucks like i don't even know if like, i don't even know if i can enjoy the rest of the nba season to be perfectly honest with you i know what i'm doing and mad you've been in my basement i have a kobe jersey i'm actually going to frame it and put it down here dude that's awesome i got to i got to man yeah i, I almost bur- i almost broke out my kobe jersey sunday and i was just worried oh, it, was a, it, was, it was a couple right like, down, the rump, so. like at at, at minute Maid park there were there, there was a kobe chant so I was I could appreciate that. I didn't I, I really wasn't feeling it because it's sensitive moment, but I will say it was pretty cool. That thing the did you see what the what the what the Raptors and the Spurs did? Yeah, it was cool. That uh, choked, that choked, was, that choked was, me up bad. The rest of the league kind of followed that suit. Just, was that the twenty four second shot clock? Yeah. Yeah. On okay, both yeah. sides. Yeah. Nebraska and uh Michigan played tonight and they did the same thing tonight too. Um, Philadelphia and Boathouse Row. Usually, there is a um, the college kids uh, right in Philly. There with a with the rowing teams for the local colleges have. It's called Boathouse Row. They have houses right there. Um, and usually, like if the Eagles are playing in the playoffs, it's green. If the Sixers play, it's red and blue. You know, Flyers orange, whatever. Yeah. Boathouse Row was purple. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Next up uh, for the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble, we kick off with Alexa Bliss at number one, Bianca Belair from NXT at number two. Bianca Belair haven't had a hell of a Royal Rumble. Um, I think she tied or broke the most eliminations in the, the short history of the Royal Rumble. Uh, Mighty Molly, Molly Holly at number three, uh, followed by Nikki Cross at number four, Lana at five. Mercedes Martinez, one of the newer signings to NXT, at, at, at numbers, came in at number six. Liv Morgan at seven. Of course, Liv and uh, Lana had uh, eliminated each other pretty quickly. Mandy Rose at eight with the outfit of the year. Aw, oh, dude, she looked great. Candice LeRae from NXT at nine in her second Royal Rumble match. Um, and at number ten is uh, Sonya Deville. So, Fire and Desire getting to work together in the Royal Rumble. Um... Kyrie Sane came in at number 11. Mia Yim at 12 from NXT. So a lot of NXT in here, obviously, with lack of depth of uh, of the uh, women's side of things. Dana Brooke in at number 13. Tamina returning at number 14. Thanks for coming. Uh, Dakota Kai. Yeah. yeah, she was there a whole hot minute. Dakota Kai came in at 15. Chelsea Green at 16, uh, that was a waste because uh, she basically lasted like two minutes. Uh, the, I don't know why. 
there's a lot of wastes in the rumble on both sides this year. But uh, and then uh, how how about the Otis save of Mandy? How great was that? That was hot. <laughs> Otis c- is the Otis is that dude. Uh, he couldn't have saved them both though. Um, that and, takes a, that takes a lot though. You're already holding one, and the other one comes flying down on top of you. That's I mean I could have done that shit. Oh, could you? Huh? I, I I'm look. Blocked. I'm blocked. I think Otis could have too if they wouldn't have gimmicked him to make him fall. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that that dude that dude uh pretty damn strong. Uh, Bianca Belair had just eliminated her eighth person before at number 17 Charlotte Flair uh, number 18 Naomi getting a big pop as she returned from injury Praise Jesus. Beth Phoenix at number 19 props to Beth Phoenix for working with a lacerated head god she was bleeding she didn't want to miss that Santina spot oh god uh, number 20 Tony Storm one of Matt's favorites Kelly Kelly at number twenty one. Um Sarah Logan at twenty two. Natalia at twenty three, who was the Iron Woman from last year. Zia Lee from NXT at number twenty four in her second rumble in a row. Zelina Vega at twenty five. Shotzi Blackheart at twenty six. Um Carmella at twenty seven. Tegan Knox at twenty eight. Why didn't they have Knox and Dakota yeah, Kai in there? Completely wasted that opportunity. Yeah, pretty much. When she came out, I'm like, why the fuck wasn't she out there? Kai was in the ring. Yeah, have them limit each other. Like they both go over the top rope and continue to fight and have to be pulled apart. And yeah, that's what that's what they should have done. And for some reason, uh, Santina Morella at 29. I loved it. Oh my god, what? Dude, it was funny as shit, man. What culture joked that 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 Santina was going to be in the in the women's Royal Rumble? Like, I'm pretty sure I called it here on the podcast last week. I think we were... Uh, he did. He, he did. Yeah, but we were like, yeah, right. That ain't going to happen. Shayna Baszler in at number 30. Final four of the match were uh, Natalia, Beth Phoenix, Shayna Baszler, Charlotte Flair came down to uh, Charlotte and Shayna with Charlotte Flair winning. Reports are Charlotte Flair is going to challenge Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Ah! NXT Championship. Ooh. Get the women out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was what Ooh. I was going to... I was going to say that I think this is a good idea because I think she's going to challenge Rhea Ripley. Then PW Insider it's, came it's out. It's the only match of the three that I'd actually give a shit about. And then PW Insider literally an hour later came out with the fucking news. I'm like, well, I stole my thunder. Thanks. Well, it's it's funny because I told I told my roommate yesterday. I was like, the only way, the only match I'd be interested in Charlotte taking, and I know they won't do it, is her against Rhea Ripley for the NXT title. Yeah. And 24 hours later, now they're it looks like they're going to go in that direction, and I'll be like, well, I'll be damned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, it. it's, uh, I think with Shayna Baszler, the, um, you know, you, you just have her show up on Raw at any time. You know, Becky's going to be talking about how nobody's, uh, she's beating everybody, you know, and then all of a sudden, here comes. Uh, did, you, did you watch Ronda's live? Reaction to um, not yet. I heard about it. Hilarious. I heard you about. Can tell how much, dude. You can tell how much she loves this shit. Yeah. 
It, dude, it was just, it's just, it's, it's like, I think it's like three minutes long, but it's entertaining as hell. And to watch your reactions and stuff, it, it's fantastic. I, look, I know there's a lot of people that don't like Ronda, but personally, I, I can't wait for her to come back. So, uh, some, if you don't like Ronda, fuck you. Some stats. Uh-huh. If you don't like Ronda, fuck you. Hell the yeah. girl's good. Some stat. I, I loved how she posted that meme. Uh, you, do you really think I was coming back tonight? <laughs> <laughs> we did, Rhonda. We did. That's why I had. If Rhonda's in the Rumble, and if Rhonda's not in the Rumble picks, uh, Iron Woman of uh, of the uh, the match was uh, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. Thirty three minutes and twenty seconds. Eight eliminations. For both Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler eliminated eight women in four and a half minutes. Yeah. Even without winning, that's a push. When when Shayna entered, she's like, fuck all these jobbers. (laughs) We're cutting this down quickly. And that's the record, I think. I think eight's the record for women. I would certainly think so. And how fucking dumb is it when they were doing the rumble by the numbers? How fucking dumb was it? To include the goddamn greatest Royal Rumble in that all. Because it's still technically the Royal Rumble? It's not in January. It's not the Royal But here's the the problem. If they didn't include it, people would be like, why didn't you include the Royal Rumble? Like, it was honestly a lose-lose situation. Uh, So uh, Chelsea Green had the least amount of time with 12 seconds. Oh, okay. What a waste. Um, Charlotte Flair was uh, second in total time with 27 minutes. Alexa Bliss, 26. Beth Phoenix, 23. Mm. So, I I want to think... I knew, when she, I knew when she was coming out, somebody else was coming out, too, with a men's world rumble. You yeah. think you know him? You think you know? I think I know him. Well, I thought Beth was a given just because she's there. But it's kind of funny how, uh, I think, didn't she toss... Uh, toss out uh, Bianca. No, uh, Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte, Charlotte did. did. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it was Charlotte. Who, who from NXT did she toss out? I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking you right need now. You didn't get that much information out of me. Oh no, she didn't. She yeah, only that's... she only tossed out. Uh, she only tossed out Natalia. Womp, womp. So. Yeah, turnabout's fair play. Yeah, that's true. Natty tossed yes, her. Yeah, that's what Randy said on Monday too. Turnabout's fire play. <laughs> I hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, oh, back-to-back women's matches. Probably the the biggest, uh, the lamest match of the night was uh, Bailey and Lacey Evans. That had trash. No drama. No nothing to it. Really boring. Brutally botching. But not brutally boring. The strap match for the Universal Championship. Probably the best match under the Fiend. And look at that. No fucking red light. Thank God. I was so happy to not see the red light. Because otherwise, Daryl probably wouldn't have been able to see the match. Hey, oh, no, I would have left. I would have left. You don't have to put on the red light. Yeah, I would probably go and grab me like a hot dog or something. That was probably the best. Uh, that was probably the best match out of the Fiend. No, no surprise it came with Dana Bryan. But uh, I think it was the best match on the show. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Roman and Corbin. 
I mean, Roman Corey was good. I, I think Brian and Dafine were better. Well, I think the men's no. I think men's rumble is probably the best match of the show, but I, I don't I don't count the rumble okay. as an actual match. I, yeah, I meant like actual, you know, a, a match that match. could end yeah. up in fall and submission type deal. Well, that'd been that would that would yeah that, that would easily be Brian and Wyatt. Yeah, uh, Oscar and Becky was not a bad match though. I liked the no, I, I enjoyed it. I liked how Becky kicked the mist out of her. That was a pretty cool ending. So uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, Paid that debt off, and it's time for now the. Now she's acted like Conor McGregor. Yeah, uh, Booker T comes out. He's from the Houston area, of course, and uh, so he joins the announced team. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I was just happy he wasn't in the Rumble. Yeah, I know. We, we kind of thought he would be. He uh, came out. I'm like, oh, thank God they didn't waste the spot. Right. Shouldn't oh don't God. you think? Uh, don't you think they should not announce all of these entrants like they did with the and men? Then, and then they. And then in there anyway. Yeah, like Otis and Tucker weren't. I think they got replaced by the OC. I don't know if the OC was originally in there or not. Of well, course, they gave a storyline reason to why Rusev and Lashley was, wasn't in there, but everybody else that they announced, they they just ignored the fact that they weren't in at all. I think that, I because think because it was only down to, they only had three open spots. Yeah, it was, but that, there were at least like six or seven surprises in that rumble. Yeah, they should never announce that many ever again. They should keep it like the women only had seven like seven announced ones. Great. Do that, that do that with the men. Just have I th- I think in max you should announce 15. Yeah, you have like, your top leave, stars. Leave, leave I say do, I guessing. say do half and let half be yeah, leave people guessing on the, on on the last half. Yeah. Uh, so the men's Royal Rumble match, we uh, kick off obviously Brock Lesnar's number one. Uh, we all have known that for weeks now. Elias number two makes sense, so he can do his gimmick. Um, the tale of two rumbles. Yeah, it, it was very similar to CM Punk throwing everybody out uh, uh, several years back, but uh, so this one went excruciatingly much longer. Yeah, and uh, it, it, and Punk was more entertaining because he would give us a sermon after he threw everybody out. Great man. Uh, Eric Rowan at three, so I thought, oh, maybe this will be uh, a little something. Nope, he's gone real quick. Uh, Robert Root. Robert Root at four by John Morrison. Was there a bigger waste of anybody at the Rumble oh. than John Morrison? I'm riddle, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, that there might be a re- <laughs> there might have been a incredibly there, wasted. There might have been a reason why Riddle didn't last long. Yeah, uh, it all depends on who you ask. Business picked up at six and seven with Kofi Kingston and Rey Mysterio. The place woke up big time when they started getting the upper hand. Um, and then Big E, and then Big E at eight. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, no way. You know, Corey's hyping up Big E on on the microphone on on SmackDown over the past month. Like, no way, it's not going to be Big E, is it? Uh, nope, it wasn't. <laughs> As ever... It would have been, been cool to see the three of them get rid of him. Yeah. Because I feel like... I like what they did, the though, in the is, end. Look, I, I do. I, I like what they did in the end, but I'm just saying, for what they did to Kofi in October, yeah, oh, yeah. it would have been nice justification yeah. to have, have Kofi be a part yeah. of it. They got rid of his Well, I, I said it on the podcast. I, I named Kofi as a potential guy to eliminate Lesnar to avenge that nine-second loss. We didn't have our random... We didn't have our annual Kofi non-get-eliminated athletic thing. No. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, I thought for sure we were going to get cool shit from him and Morrison this year. Yeah. And thanks to Brock, yeah. we didn't get shit. Yeah, all we got was Naomi. 
which was a style I loved yeah. Naomi. That bridge, that 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 bridge but, with the uh, whatever you call that thing on top of the desk, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. But I still wanted so, I still wanted something from Morrison or Kofi, and especially since they were both in the Rumble, I thought the two of them together could have gotten something. They're like you know, they're like really they, cool. They like both but, they both land right. on their they both land on their hands and they're fighting with their feet in the air. <laughs> Uh, number, where are we? Number, uh, number nine, Cesaro. Yeah, thanks for coming. Shelton Benjamin at number ten. Those guys wrestled at the University of Minnesota. Nice little hug. And, well, and, and, and Shelton's like, let's work together. Brock's like, okay, psych. There goes, uh, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura at number eleven. Uh, he's your Intercontinental Champion, if you thought. Uh, that meant something, no. Big surprise at number twelve, Montel Vontavious Porter MVP, and uh, apparently he, apparently he's uh, so happy to see MVP. He's uh, apparently signed with the WWE because he wrestled on Raw too. So, oh, hopefully, I think it was just a temporary thing. Oh, you think so? Okay, I think I think if he was really signed, he would have won on Monday. Hmm. Oh boy, the 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 roof. Blew off for number 13, Keith Lee, your new NXT North America champion. Uh, Keith Lee standing toe-to-toe with Brock Lesnar. I saw dollar signs. I'm sure Vince did too. Then Braun Strowman at 14 with Keith Lee still in the ring. So you have some beef in the ring there. Uh, This this honestly annoyed the shit out of me. uh, Why? Because they made Keith Lee... And Braun Strowman both look like fucking morons. Yeah. Yeah. How do you? I mean, come on now. That was obvious when you seen them fucking with each other. You know, Brock was going to eliminate them both. Yeah. The exactly. Percent. Yeah. It, you it, knew it, it, it was, was just like, man, you guys are fucking dumb. And those limit. Kind of, that's the kind of booking that WWE does, and they did they did this a lot over the forty eight hours, and it just really irked me from a logic standpoint. Yeah. Because logically, if you're using your brain, this stuff shouldn't happen. And <laughs> it goes, and they just expect you to ex- ex- accept it because, well, it's WWE, it's entertainment, you know. Well, I want my entertainment to be logical and make sense. Yeah, at least be like a little real realistic or something. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 that part really bugged me. Um. So the it, it, to me, it kind of it's just crazy because they. Because they both got hype. I'm sorry about that, JB. But they both got hype. You know, you got Brock big ass, Keith, Keith Lee big ass, and then Braun big ass. Let that shit last for a little bit. Bring some jobs. Fill the ring up a little bit. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Strowman eliminating Lee and uh, our uh, Lesnar eliminating Lee and Strowman turned into 13 eliminations, which ties Strowman's record from the Greatest Royal Rumble match. So. Uh, I guess you know. So we're using Greatest Royal Rumble as a, uh, even though that had 50 men. Uh, that is the record held by Strowman and Lesnar now, at 13. Ricochet at 15 uh, survived for Drew McIntyre to come out at 16, and uh, Ricochet with a kick to the dick, allowing Drew McIntyre to claymore kick Lesnar out of the ring. The pop was tremendous. And uh, how did that pop feel in the crowd there, Daryl? Loud as fuck. <laughs> Matt, you uh, uh, for us watching it on TV, that was a well-executed Claymore kick to 
to knock uh, Lesnar out of the ring, wasn't it? Right in the forehead. It was great. It was really well done. Ricochet got his revenge for Monday. You know, everything was it was per- it was it was perfect. I was so worried that Lesnar was going to come up then and eliminate Drew, but it never happened. I, I was so fucking worried, but he just walked, stumbled off, you know, with with Paul. So Miz at seventeen, followed by AJ Styles at eighteen, Dolph Ziggler at nineteen, Carl Anderson at twenty. Hot Carl. And then number 21. If you thought the pop for the Claymore kick was huge, number 21, you think you know me, and holy fuck. What a moment. What a moment. Clearly. Nine years removed from retirement. How did that feel in the crowd, Daryl? I still can't hear. Uh, uh, it was that damn good. Oh and my my, God. And, and, and and Matt, you know my cousin. Is oh, I know him. He's the I biggest know hit man. And he went off like he thought he was. You remember how? You remember how? Like when he shows Michael Jackson HBO specials, and the, the little girl sitting there crying. I swear, I saw a tear come out of his eye just like that. With a tear in my eye. Yeah. Oh my god, that was that's oh, a. I, 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 I will not, I will not fault any wrestling fan who cried when Edge came back. No, not at all. Especially when you saw the look on his face in the aisle. If you, if you didn't get emotional, I'm yeah. gonna tell you, man. Yeah, you, you got no feelings, or you have no love for pro wrestling if you didn't get emotional seeing Edge. And God damn, is he in shape? Man, he's in probably the best. He's the best. He said, he said on Raw the best shape of his life at forty six, and he, I don't think he's lying. Yeah, because when he, he, he has yeah, abs. Best, I think that's the best he ever looked. When he returned, yeah, he has abs now. Yeah, when yeah. he like when he returned, surprise return to the Rumble in twenty ten from injury, he was he, he was probably in the worst shape just because he'd been sitting for so long. Here he'd been sitting, but not because of injury. He's been he'd been working his ass off, and it it, it shows. Um, and of course, uh, news that broke earlier today: Edge has signed a three year deal with WWE. You're not going to see him every week. It's going to be a a, a special type. I hear, of, I hear it's like a Brock Lesnar type of deal. Yeah. Um. But Jesus Christ, what a moment! What a moment that Kevin Dunn fucking ruined. Because we missed the spear on Ziggler. On that day, I, uh, I, I think we I think we can't go without saying the fact that there were actually discussions between Edge and AEW. Yeah. And just um, ima- imagine uh, imagine what would have happened if that would have happened. From, from my sources, he was damn near there. Hmm. That's I'm gonna leave it at that. He was damn uh, near I, there. I, I oh. bet you that's what I, I that's what I speculated to, to to my friends that probably happened. I was just like, you know, I bet you WWE caught wind that Edge was negotiating with AEW, and they br- backed the Brinks truck up to his house, and was, yeah, was that, it? And that's how he went back there. What do you do? You think it was because WWE was not going to put him in the ring, and so Edge is like, "Well, I'm cleared, so I'm going to go over here." You think that was the start of it? Probably, because I think that's probably pretty similar to what happened with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yep. What, what do you what what, what, deta- what details do you yeah. have, Dave? All I know is he had one foot in the door. AEW. God, that would have been awesome. 
Yeah, and it was it, it would have been it, from what I understand, my understanding, it would have been a two contract deal similar to what Christopher Daniels has. Um, pretty much trainer and talent. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I bet you one. I bet you one of his own deciding factors for going to Beth. Get, we're going. You know, we're staying with WWE. We're probably Beth, and the fact that he get the, he can be Edge. Yeah. Because as far as I know, he wouldn't have been able to be Edge in AEW. Oh, he would have been Adam. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, Adam Copeland. I think a lot of it is the fact... Name they would have made up for him. I think a lot of it's also the fact that uh, it's who got him his break and longevity, you know, a long career. It was It was cut short, but still a lengthy career. So I think a lot of it is still, you know, there's still loyalty in pro wrestling sometimes, so... Did they, have they seriously made Sue Young the new Alley character basically now? Pretty much. That's what I'm, I'm seeing here. Uh, so Edge took everybody to Spear City. Not Sioux Falls City. But uh, Spear City. And uh, next to 22, King Corbin. Number 23, bro. bro. Backstage heat, bro. As Matt Riddle was in and out very quickly. Luke Gallows came in at number 24. Uh, unfortunately, they're supposed to do a little something with, I think, uh, Randy Orton and uh, and uh, the OC, but unfortunately, uh, AJ Styles separated his shoulder, taking a spear in the Royal Rumble. Uh, had to be eliminated uh, early, and so that kind of just left the OC standing there for a little while. Um, so then they had to figure out a way to get those guys, uh, what to do with those guys. Uh, so, hey, I, I think uh, having a rated RKO come back together was a good idea to uh, take on the OC, huh? As uh, Randy Orton at number 25. How cool was it to to see Randy and, and Edge work together again? <laughs> Randy said, hey, you got abs now. <laughs> uh, Big Dog at 26, followed by Kevin Owens at 27, Aleister Black 28, Joe at 29 and Rollins at 30. See, that's the thing of why my gripe of of having so many people announced for the match. It's like, oh, okay, we're here at number 28. I know Aleister Black, Samoa Joe, and Seth Rollins have yet to be in the in the match. So you, there's no more surprises, you know? Pretty much. Final four came down to Drew McIntyre, Edge, Randy Orton, and uh, Roman Reigns. And uh, Edge turned on Randy because, hey, Hey, he did it before Randy could do it to him, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reigns and McIntyre, and I bet most of that baseball stadium and most of the world thought Reigns was winning it, huh? I sure as fuck did. <laughs> but uh, McIntyre with a Claymore kick and tossing Roman over the top rope. Hey, I predicted the Royal Rumble winner. My boy, Drew McIntyre. And... Uh, Hell of a match, one of the one of the better Royal Rumble matches, I think, uh, overall, told some great stories. I, I even liked the Lesnar stuff, even though I think they should have had other people take some of those jobber spots. I, I still enjoyed it. It had some great moments, Kofi and uh, and uh, Ray, for example, Keith Lee. Uh, you know, there were some great moments in there, but. Uh, Wasting John Morrison was one that really stuck out to me. 
But uh, overall, I thought it was a great Royal Rumble match, and overall, good pay-per-view. What did you guys think? It was great. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. Woo. So now we're at the Raw after Rumble uh, down the road in San Antonio, I believe. Yep, a San Antonio. Drew uh, McIntyre comes out uh, soaking in the cheers. Of course, the old overused You Deserve It cheers coming out. And um, it was a pretty good speech by by McIntyre. And uh, McIntyre uh, felt like he wanted to claim more kicks to more people, so he issued an open challenge, which the uh, the OC answered. So we had a a two-on-one handicap match there that didn't last too long. Hope they're enjoying those new five-year deals. Yeah, so especially with AJ out, who knows how long. You good brothers could have been in AW. I'm just saying. Rey Mysterio took on MVP here. A ten-minute match with uh, Rey getting the win there. Good to see uh, MVP. Hopefully back. I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. Uh, Alistair Black took on another jobber. Uh, he says now he's not looking for someone to pick a fight with him. He's going to pick the fight himself, which led me to believe he's going to feud with Andrade for the U.S. title. Probably still will happen. Just uh, won't be able to get the feud started for a month. I think Alistair Black wins the U.S. title at Mania. What do you think? I can see that. I'm all right with that. Um... I heard there was actually talk of him winning the Rumble. I could I could have seen that too with uh, as as well as they've pushed him like you know as of late. Yep. Um. Rollins and Murphy in the ring. Uh, Joe and uh, Owens uh, on the stage, and uh, uh, Ko and Joe were were saying, uh, "Oh yeah, we we have this tag title match with you, and AOP is going to come out of nowhere." And then they showed AOP. In Seth's dressing room, and and Kale's like, "Oh, thanks for letting us know where they're at." And Viking Raiders beat them up. I, I'm all for a Viking Raiders AOP feud without the titles on the line. I would prefer that. Uh, the Raw Tag Team Championships were on the line. Unfortunately, Joe uh, knocked himself silly and was taken out of the match. I have not heard an update on Joe yet, Matt. Have you? I've heard rumors of a concussion, but I don't have that confirmed. Uh, the way he came in uh, head first there, Ooh, that was scary. Could have been worse, yeah. to be perfectly honest. He's lucky he didn't break his neck or something. That's why I don't like those damn dives, man. I don't like those damn dives. No matter how good you do them, you could fuck up and something like that can happen. And I they're... Just, and they're done I wish as people would really scale back on doing those. And they're they're done as much today as a Canadian destroyer. So, yeah, they they it look in, in hindsight it worked out better for the match because it, it didn't hurt KO to lose a handicap match. No, yeah, you're right. You know, but you know, still it sucks. So still your champions, Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy. And then we decide to go right into a back-to-back title match with uh, Andrade and Umberto, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, all for uh, Umberto to get the uh, Hammerlock DDT onto the concrete to knock Andrade out. That looked stiff as fuck. Yeah, that was a good looking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Becky Lynch wearing an a interview by Charlie Caruso wearing a, a goat jacket. Uh, Shane is coming next week. Come on, baby. 
I don't know if it's next week. They got two months to build it. True. They got two paper reviews to build, to build it. Don't be surprised if her ass is in a chamber. That's a great point. I just want a surprise attack from Baszler on on the on the Lynch. On the Lynch. On the Lynch. The Lynch. The Lynch. Uh, Finally, the Lynch has come back. We'll hear from Charlotte Flair, who's going to tell us who she's going to face in the 2020 role uh, in WrestleMania. Nope, she lied. But uh, we're telling you now it's going to be NXT champion Rhea Ripley. Well, we think. Well. She could very easily go find a tag partner and challenge the Kabuki Warriors at WrestleMania. That might, She might be challenging the Kabuki Warriors at the next pay-per-view, though. Uh, Asuka, Kairi Seen come out. We have a, a pretty damn good match between uh, Charlotte Flair and Asuka uh, that ended in DQ thanks to Kairi Seen saving Asuka. But then, uh, well, Kairi Seen got beat up after that. The Street Profits have an awkward segment with Kelly Kelly. Uh, awkward. Hello, hello, hello. Mojo Raleigh comes out for... Yeah, that segment was not good. That was awkward. And I, and, I, and I like all three of those people. It was awkward and as that, fuck. That segment was not good. <laughs> no, it would have been good if Kelly Kelly wasn't there, period. Yeah. Uh, you got to hate on K2, pal. No, I'm not hating on her. It just was awkward because she popped up. Let the, let the Profits do their thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, but some of the Profit segments aren't absolute gold mines either um, I, I, I don't think this one was going to be good when they're without Kelly listen my, uh, Tez is my my spirit animal anything he does is gold because anything I do is gold I, I do like Do, I, I do like oh. Dawkins nicknames ego, Do- the ego on our co-host yes Do, Do, I like Doc I like the Doc Vader <laughs> uh, Mojo Raleigh comes out to defend the 24-7 title and he's got himself a new uh, a new a new cohort Riddick Moss from NXT, who's done nothing on NXT, aka Slap Dick Jones. He uh, he tagged with Tino Sabatelli, uh, and they lost about all their matches. So uh, it's kind of an odd call. But Vince is like, he's got muscles. Call him up. You guys can talk about this. I'm going to sit there and drink my water until you're done. Fuck Mojo. And uh, how bad is it? Oh, Jojo. How bad is it for No Way Jose when he gets jobbed in 20 seconds to Mojo Rally? <laughs> How bad is it? I had to watch an Impact pay-per-view during WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Uh, disguised as one of the Conga Line members, Archer, so he won the title for like the 38th time. But then Mojo won it back. Uh, Liv Morgan beat Lana very quickly. Uh, Eric Rowan. I, li- I, liked, I liked it. She had some good moves I in actually, there. Liv did. I... I, I I, I actually am as, as as much as Matt loves Mandy Rose. I think my equivalent in WWE is Liv Morgan. Mine's Peyton Royce. Uh, see, I will look. I'm one of those guys. Look, there's a lot of people on the internet that once their minds are made up about somebody, they like they won't fucking they won't fucking change them because they're too fucking stubborn. Um, but I, I've got, I've gone on record on the show, and I, JB JB will back me up on this. Well, I've said the same thing. Like, like, yeah, I was not a fan of Liv Morgan when they brought her up to the main roster. I didn't think she was ready. I didn't think she was good in the rain. Um, I just, I just didn't think you know anything about it worked. But she worked, and she ended up working her ass off and getting better and better and better. And she's gotten to the point where she's pretty damn good in the rain, and she actually carried Lana to a fine match on Monday night, which is no easy feat to do. Well, it only went, it only went black cat too. It only went two minutes, but yeah, it looked like she was dressed as a a storm, 
looked like like Lana was dressed as Captain Marvel, and it looked like it looked like uh, Liv was dressed as like Storm from uh, X Men. No, I think more and more Catwoman or Black she, Cat. Like she was Black Cat. Catwoman never hair. was blind, blonde. But <laughs> she never blind either. But if you couldn't tell, she had to strap on her thigh. Black but I, but I, uh, but I said this uh, on the tail end. I, I thought I, I, I love her new gear. I saw like, that when she, when she had that gear with Rusev. And everybody's like, oh, look at Liv's new gear. I'm like, it ain't new gear. It's the same shit she had. She just rebranded Kellerin. Yeah. So, But she got new gear for the Rumble, and she had the, that, that gear for Raw. I think the gear is an improvement because it gives her a new look, comparable to what she used to have. And like I said, dude, like two minutes or not, you know, it's not – It's look, we've not seen Lana have a lot of good matches in the company. No. Um, so the fact that Liv was able to get, you know, a solid two minute match out of her and debut, in my opinion, a pretty cool looking new finisher. Um, I thought it was good. Yeah. I, 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 I I, I don't like, unlike Mojo, I don't, I don't want to just like skim over this. I, I want to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. I said on the tail end of the run with the riot squad that Liv had been getting improved in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. We both were. We, you know, I, I, you know, I. I admitted when I was wrong. Well, technically, I wasn't wrong. Because when she came up, she wasn't ready, and she wasn't good. But she's good now, and she's busted her ass to get good. And people should, you know, respect and, you know, tip their their cat to to good old Liv Morgan. I I actually, I I saw a lot of good praise on Twitter regarding Liv uh, after that that match on Monday. So, I did, so I, I am seeing it. So it, it's there. Good. Glad to glad to hear it. I, I would look. I was staying off. So I was staying off the media that is social. Yeah, uh, Eric Rowan. So this Eric Rowan thing needs to end as much as Rusev and Lana and Bobby Lashley. Man, if you don't get that pit bull out the goddamn cage and just let it be, shit. It's probably a dildo. It's a Harlem sewer rat. It's a it's a big black dildo. Wait, wait, wait. Edge, wow. Edge comes out. Very emotional. Said that uh, as a performer, an athlete, an artist, he said, wrestlers are all those things, and the reaction that he got at the Royal Rumble and the reaction he got just now, you have no idea what it means to him. He says, this is why we do this, so thank you. And uh, fans chanted, you deserve it. And Edge goes, you damn right I do. <laughs> Edge says, let's address the elephant in the room. How is he standing here? Nine years, he was medically disqualified from ever doing this again, but he refused to live in a world of what-ifs. He said that the second he asked what-if, he were, um, he gets to work on making that what-if disappear. He said over the years, he started to feel pretty good and asked himself what-if. And uh, he got to work, and he's glad he's home now with the WWE. Uh, he got a second neck surgery, busted his ass. He's in the best shape of his life at 46 years old. And uh, now he can end his career on his terms. Edge talked about the Royal Rumble. He saw some familiar names and some new ones. Listing off a bunch of names like Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. He doesn't know long. Edge says he doesn't know how long this is going to last, but hopes that all the fans join him on this ride which led to the yes chant, and Edge thanked Daniel Bryan for his first yes chant. And I, I say, 
give me an Edge Daniel Bryan match now, please. Uh, I, I was hoping he would say like uh, after he thanked uh, Daniel Bryan for his first yes chant, he goes, "Now maybe we should have a match because crowd probably would have went nuts for that." Um, but in due time, Edge says he knows he's a little older, a little bit grayer, but it's the roadmap that got him here. And uh, he's got one thing, and you can't fake it. He's he's he has one thing that when you know you you look somebody dead in the eye, he goes, "I have grit." Edge says, "If you knock him down, oh, then he gets interrupted." Hey, Randy Orton, Randy Orton comes to the ring, hugs Edge. Edge says that it's no secret that he has a self-destructive personality, especially when he was younger. And uh, said when he uh, dug himself in holes he couldn't pull him out of, one guy was there to pull him out of those holes, and it was Edge. Edge uh, Orton says, welcome home. Says Edge is like family to him, like a brother. He says uh, that, that feeling, that chemistry in the Royal Rumble, that was special. And uh, Orton says, you're talking about what ifs. What if Rated RKO got back together one more time? And uh, the crowd goes nuts at that. Before Edge could say anything, oh, there's an RKO out of nowhere. And then there's a chair. And, and it hits Edge in the back of the neck with it. And then uh, then sets the chair up for a concerto. And the crowd chants asshole. you got to earn the asshole chant these days. And uh, Orton earned it. What would you guys think of the end of Raw? Nice little setup for a Mania match. Yeah, that was uh, that was something else. Very uh, scary putting his neck in that chair, and I'm like, oh, don't do that. And he's like, oh, I got a better idea. Let's do a concerto. Makes sense. Uh, Raw overrun. First time it's overrun in a while. Ended at 11.06. Since the wedding. Yeah. Oh, did the wedding go over? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had Too a big far. overrun for the wedding. Um, so yeah, pretty, uh, pretty, uh, average raw that ended it with a bang. I would say it was a, a lot of, a lot of short matches, but a uh, very good ending there to set us up for WrestleMania. Uh, cover some headlines, a scary moment, uh, last week for Oscar. She was in Vegas at, at a, uh, at a mall when uh shooting broke out. Thankfully, uh, uh, she was not, uh, harmed or anything in that, uh, believe three people were injured there over an argument at a mall. Oscar had put on Twitter there, uh, she's fine. Uh, if you care about the, uh, Corey, the great Corey Graves after the bell podcast, which Matt says, uh, gets less listens than uh, lost the mid card. Dolph Ziggler and our truth are on this week. Prove me that I'm wrong. Yeah, it's true. This is true. Matt, you're not lying. And I know I'm not. WWE lo- get their fill out of hearing him weekly on TV. They don't want to hear him. They don't want to hear him on a damn podcast. WWE if it, uh, launched uh, their official Twitch channel. Now, hopefully, they don't they don't get banned for having things. They should. Don't have RVD on there. <laughs> hey, I wonder if they has, has, has Impact got their Twitch channel back. I think no. they'd have. Did they? Uh, Von Erica, uh, there's going to be uh, Deadline is reporting that a, uh, f- a feature film on the Von Erich family is in development. 
Um, so uh, that's definitely a crazy story in the world of professional wrestling. So that'll be a cool one to watch once that gets done. It's been announced. Uh, it was announced on TrishStratus.com that Trish is going to receive the uh, the Luthez Award honored at the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame. Uh, she'll join the 2020 class and be re- the recipient of the Luthez Award that recognizes those in the professional industry who have used their skills in the realm of public service. Uh, she is the first female to reserve uh, to receive the Luthez Award. Um, past recipients include Edge, Booker T, Jim Ross, J.J. Dillon. And uh, so that's pretty cool. Pretty cool uh, thing there for Trish. Fuck Joe Coff news. Uh, PJ Black signs a new deal with Ring of Honor. I'm just going to call it Fuck Joe Coff news anytime anything Ring of Honor comes up. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, of course, you know PJ Black from his days with the WWE is Justin Gabriel uh, with the Nexus and all that. Good wrestler. Matt, are you looking to sign with the WWE? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, they're they're looking for a road manager. You, you can yeah. you can apply. They 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 can have fun with that. <laughs> oh man, uh, let's see here. Talent operations road manager is responsible for managing the day to day relations with WWE talent and work closely with the talent relations department. Yeah. So you're working for a, a bunch of assholes, basically, right? Yeah, that sounds that sounds so great. Yeah, my, like Mark Carano comes off like a douchebag on D, on the was it Divas was he on? Yeah, total Divas. Total yeah. Divas. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'd really want to work with him in real life. I'd definitely rather not. <clears throat> Only if they pay me a million dollars. Uh, one of the great X Division wrestlers, uh, Amazing Red, is also returning to Ring of Honor. He'll be wrestling at Supercard of Honor in Lakeland, Florida, over WrestleMania weekend. Ninety stars have now been uh, added to uh, WrestleCon for 2020. Uh, some of the the highlights, of course, AEW champion Chris Jericho, uh, Will Ospreay, Sandman, Trish Stratus, the Great Muda, Jake the Snake, Roberts, Orange Cassidy. Lita, um, hey James Ellsworth, Mike Tyson, wouldn't that be a interesting meet and greet, Matt? That would be something else. Pete Rose, who should now be in the Hall of Fame after the Astros. What happened with the Astros? Uh, yeah, uh, Ted DiBiase, Double A Arn Anderson, Road Warrior Animal. Magnum TA, one of the old uh, veteran wrestlers from the 80s and the WCW days. Um, there you go. You, you can you get uh, you can go meet Kelly Kelly at uh, at WrestleCon. Oh my God, Alicia Atout. <laughs> I'm good. You can pay money to meet uh, Alicia Atout. I'm good. Uh, NWA World Champion Nick Aldis. Taya Valkyrie, Francine from the ECW days, DDP's there as well, uh, Gail Kim, Tully Blanchard, Sam Guevara also recently just announced 
Uh, sorry, Daryl, but no, I don't see a Kiara Hogan for WrestleCon, so. God damn it. Ah, Ring of Honor is looking to uh, continue to add to their roster because they really need to. Uh, Australian star Adam Brooks is uh, likely heading to Ring of Honor, it appears. Uh, he had a good match with Will Ospreay and PWG, uh, if you want to check that out uh, to see who he is. Uh, some ratings uh, backstage, CM Punk, Becky Lynch. They got a little bump there. We saw about 111,000 viewers. Uh, AEW versus NXT, a taped version of AEW being NXT Live. That's kind of scary. Friday Night SmackDown dipped in numbers heading into the Royal Rumble. That's also not a good sign. Um, and for Raw, Edge's uh, with the promise of Edge's promo at the end of the show, did not quite keep the audience. It had a better hour three than the week before, but the overall numbers really did not do much compared to the crappy go-home show that Raw had the week before. Crap. Which I'm surprised. I figured I figured Raw would get a, a real boom in, in the rating after uh, after the Rumble, especially with Drew winning and, and Edge coming back. and But wasn't meant to be. Uh, if you're a fan of uh, James Corden's car, Carpool Karaoke, uh, there'll be some WWE stars featured in Season 3 including Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, Maurice, and The Miz. Uh, five days ago, Rich Swan from Impact Wrestling underwent ankle surgery uh, that he suffered in San Antonio several weeks ago. Of course, it forced him out of the hard-to-kill pay-per-view event where, um, where uh, Willie Mack had to go it alone. No word on uh, the time frame, though, of, of how long Swan will be out of action. Uh, Brian Cage... Unfortunate, unfortunate timing as he's a free agent right now, but he needs surgery on a torn bicep, and so he's going to be out for several months right now at this point as well. So some bad timing for Cage. As I heard, AEW was looking at him. Did you guys hear that too? I still hear he signed with AEW. Oh. Yeah, yeah, well, that's good. If he's signed, then that's good because that'd have been horrible. They're, to ha- I, they're just going to keep him quiet until he's. he's- Back and ready to go. Because that would have been horrible. I've been I've been told he signed. That would have been horrible to have that kind of an injury right before you sign a contract. So, uh, CM Punk's horror movie, The Girl on the Third Floor, is going to debut on Netflix uh, this weekend, February first. So, if you want to check out uh, the filmmaking work of CM Punk, that'll be uh, there on Netflix. Um. And just going through some of the news here. Matt, did you get your 5,000 VC locker code for uh, WWE 2K20? No. <laughs> they they uh, gave away 5,000 VC to celebrate the Rumble weekend. I just saw that. I hope they didn't hurt themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't even buy the game this year. Is it still is it still a big steaming pile of shit? I played the story mode, and that was about all I did with it. I, I really enjoyed the story. I thought it was really well done, um, but other than that, the rest of the game was so broken. I was just like, I just don't even care enough to really do anything with it. I like, like I said, I I enjoyed the story. I thought that I thought it was great. Um, rest of the game just was not good enough for me to care. 
Alexander Wolf took to Twitter uh, the other day to give us an update. He says he's fine. Wish he could have finished the match, but thanks to Drake Wirtz and the WWE medical staff for taking care of him. Um, he said and said it's his own fault because what's one of the number one rules in pro wrestling? Keep your chin up or tuck it when you're getting suplexed. But in that specific type of uh, deal, keep your chin up because unfortunately you got get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Jan Mark Briscoe announced on uh, announced on social media that they have also re-signed with Ring of Honor. They ain't ever going nowhere. No. Nope. Them boys. We ain't going nowhere. I think we it'd be it'd be cool to see, it'd be cool to see him in eight. Fuck Joe Coff right for life. Now. Fuck Joe Coff. Ring of Honor for life. Fuck Joe Coff for life. <laughs> yes, there it is. If you notice a little something different during the Royal Rumble, it's because WWE management has decided to pull Vic Joseph off the Monday Night Raw brand and replace him with Tom Phillips. And, and Byron Saxton. And as you saw on Monday Night Raw, Byron Saxton joined as well. I like Byron. He's really I got like Byron too. He really has turned into a great color commentator. So I just wish you honestly I wish it was just Byron and Phillips and they get rid of Lawler. Yeah, Law and Lawler has said publicly he hates commentating. Then but, just go away, Jerry. Go home, ho. Yeah, but he'll, he's taking those paychecks from Vince, so. Yeah, I mean, I would, too. But he said uh, he, I'm, sure he I'm sure he could get those same paychecks just sitting at fucking home. Yeah, I, he said it publicly, or maybe on his podcast, he said he just hates broad, he hates color commentary, but. I hate that. Well, Lawler, if it makes you feel any better, we hate hearing you on color commentary. I, so, I, 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 I like Vic Joseph. It's kind of sad that they, they pulled the I plug like in him. I like Vic Joseph, too. I didn't have any issue with him. I don't know, I don't know why they made the move, but I mean, I like Todd Phillips, too, so. Yeah. So do I. I don't Tom, really feel like it wrong either way. You could tell, uh, you could tell Tom's voice was starting to tap out on him. I mean, after doing Worlds Collide, the Rumble, and he was getting, it was getting a little rough for him on Raw. Man, they should have had Morrow. Yeah, Morrow. Oh, Morrow had a Bellator fight that night, didn't he? On Saturday, I thought it was a Showtime, a Showtime boxing event or something along those lines. Ah, Danny Garcia was fighting for Saturday night. That's correct. Yeah. Does he do Bellator, Morrow? No. He yes, used no? to. I don't oh, think he, he does to. anymore. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we all know that Edge has already returned as an active wrestler. On this day, um, camera, camera crews were uh, filming Edge from the second he landed in Houston. Uh, so probably following him all the way to Raw uh, for a future documentary, probably a WWE 24 or a uh, well, if that's that short of a time. Probably a Chronicle. Yeah, probably a Chronicle. By the way, John Morrison Chronicle, very good. Check it out if you can. Yeah, I liked it too. A uh, new Edge shirt out already. I like it. Um, some names backstage at the Rumble included Undertaker, Kane, Big Show, Xavier Woods, Rhea Ripley, Ruby Riot, Ember Moon, and Nia Jax. And Daryl. Uh, Santina Morella's Daryl. Santina. Really? Santina's appearance. Santina Morella's appearance was a one-time thing. Thank God. Praise Jesus. Sasha Banks was listed uh, internally to be a Rumble competitor, but it went to Kelly Kelly instead. As Sasha's. Dealing with some injuries. Yeah, she's still not cleared. Uh, Rumor is it's an ankle injury of some sort. There's talk that Miz and Morrison are going to revive their dirt sheet segment. Good. Uh, Adrian Peterson was backstage at the pay-per-view. 
he was actually front row behind the, the, the commentator's booth with his son and his wife. Mm. Uh, WWE's going to be in Saudi Arabia February 27th for Super Showdown. Can't wait not to watch that. Yeah. All right. I'd rather watch paint dry and a microwave going to explode. WWE Network is soon going to debut a new series called Ruthless Aggression. Focusing on that era of the WWE's history. Uh, AJ Styles suffered uh, an injury during uh, the Royal Rumble match. Uh, awkwardly landing on his left shoulder, taking a spear from Edge. Um, as I mentioned, I think you know, all this we said earlier, that uh, Styles, uh, his elimination was not planned. And uh, he's undergoing tests to determine the severity of the injury. And the OC is like, come back now! Uh, some reaction from WWE superstars to Edge's return. Uh, probably one of the best ones was from Dash Wilder. Uh, without Edge, there's no me. He gave me his time when he didn't have to. He gave me advice when he didn't have to. He gave me a friend when he didn't have to. He gave me a place to live when he didn't have to. I owe him everything. Tonight made me happy. I didn't even know that about uh, Dash and uh, Edge, so that was pretty cool to see. Um So, uh, word on AJ Styles, as we said, shoulder separation. Sasha Banks is, uh, cannot, uh, it says, uh, PW Insider has not confirmed the nature of the injury, but word is it might be an ankle injury. Yeah, so I heard the same. Uh, is Bubba, is, is Bully Ray in Ring of Honor still? As far as I know, he is, but he's going to be on the bump tomorrow yep, morning. That, that's my next bit of news. Uh, Bubba, he gets, he, gets, he gets to do what the fuck he wants to do. He's sure. a Hall of Famer. Go he's to a, he, c- come, bump. Come to AEW <clears throat> then. And uh, s- some sweet photos of Bianca Belair and Naomi. Ah, <sighs> black magic. Yeah, they can't get away with that name. Yes. Well, they can get away with the Kabuki Warriors, so why not? Pretty much. Here's a name I haven't heard of. Here's a name I haven't heard of in forever. Van Hammer. That's a name I don't want to hear about anymore. Yes. Uh, Arrested for DUI after striking a five-year-old boy. Piece of fucking shit. Next. And he has uh, since been pulled from WrestleCon. Nice job, Van Hammer. Next. Next. Drew McIntyre posted on Twitter after winning the Royal Rumble. The outpour of support since last night has been overwhelming. Fans, peers, family, friends, thank you. I promise to get back to everyone when I can. If this is a dream, do me a favor. Don't wake me up. Hashtag, I'm going to WrestleMania. (laughs) Great tweet from Beth Phoenix. Uh, Showed a picture of both her and Edge in the Rumble. Hey, Mr. Adam. Hey, Adam. I got a sitter for Sunday. What do you want to do for date night? (laughs) I love it. Oh, man. I want to see. I want to see a little more of Beth in the ring. Maybe, maybe somebody pick pick a pick a fight with her in NXT, huh? Maybe. 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 Uh, as I mentioned, as I mentioned, Dolph Ziggler publicly uh, ran down Kevin Dunn. Didn't say his name, but uh, who cuts away from an official in-ring return while two opponents are running towards each other? <laughs> And uh, people make mistakes. We all do. I've made tons. That being said, a very special moment was missed. Anyone got cell phone footage? Well, thankfully, really quick. Uh, WWE put that video out. Uh, The Rock even 
showing support for Drew McIntyre. Very happy about this. I'm a big fan of Drew McIntyre. So uh, good to see uh, The Rock giving some support to Drew. Uh, WWE announced uh, yesterday, WWE announced its WrestleMania access details to include a fast pass ticket for uh, front of the line access and autograph photos uh, and all that fun stuff. I wonder At- whose allowance that's going to pay for. Who's going to save their allowance for that bullshit? Yeah, well, you almost have to have a fast pass nowadays. I, I, I would if, if, uh, fuck. If you're trying to meet who you want to meet, yeah. Yeah, if you're sitting in line for an hour and a half for Heyman and get replaced by Darren Young and Zack Ryder. <laughs> I've heard this story so many times, my God. You're going to hear it again. <laughs> uh, there are going to be five days of access starting on Thursday, April 2nd, going to Monday, April 6th. Is that, they haven't really, they've never, have they done access on Mondays before? Hold up, they're doing it. Uh, I want to say they did it last year. I want to say they did it recently. I want to say like SummerSlam and Survivor Series, they just started that. Mm. Uh, general admission tickets, $55. Platinum tickets, $125. Platinum Plus tickets one ninety. Uh, Fast Pass is three fifty. Negative, negative, negative. Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. Jesus Christ! Fuck, joke off. Big match set for Supercard of Honor as Switchblade Jay White is going to take on Marty Scroll over WrestleMania weekend. Marty Scroll. He's kind of showing up everywhere now. He made an appearance at New Japan's show in Durham. That's where he made the challenge. Uh, as we've already mentioned, Andrade suspended 30 days for a wellness policy violation. Here's a cool signing. NWA announced today that they have signed Sean Mooney, legendary announcer. To uh, You'll see his first... Appearance on Power, which I'm going to watch after we get done recording. Well, actually, I'll probably watch WWE backstage, and then I'll watch Power. But, uh, man, Sean Mooney, that guy's a legend, isn't he? He's something. I loved uh, I loved his appearances on uh, Edge and Christian's show on uh, Network. Now that Edge is officially back and Christian's on backstage, can we get Season 3 of the show that totally reeks of awesomeness? Probably not. Um, <clears throat> little info on uh, Ring of Honor's free enterprise show and also streaming info. Um, says fan Ring of Honor says fans can get deep discounts on ROH merchandise outside of the UMBC Event Center before the doors open. So you guys check out the merch table. You might fuck get. I'll get me some Mar- Marty merch then. No, I'll get you a fuck Joe Cough t shirt oh! for the damn day. Okay. Uh a special bonus for Honor Club members, all five of them. Um they will have uh, JB, that might have been your best joke ever. Yeah, that was right on time. Uh they will have access to enter the arena early and have an exclusive meet and greet with Matt Taven. And the Briscoes. So if you're an Honor Club member, you get uh, exclusive meet and greets with both of those, or with all three of those guys. Um, Do you hear the excitement in Daryl's 
voice over there. I was going to honestly say, if you subscribe to Lost in the Midcard, you get a free meet and greet with me and Matt Black and a Fuck Joe Cough t-shirt on the house. There you go. Follow, uh, g- give us a listen and g- give us a message if you want to meet and greet with LITMC at a free enterprise. Uh, meet and greets uh, will take place between 1 and 3 o'clock Eastern. Villain Enterprises, $60, but hey, you get, get to meet four people, so... Three for the price of sixty. Four. Four. I'm sorry. Yeah. Four. Marty, PCO, Brody, and Flip. Uh, the Allure, Angelina Love and Mandy Leone for forty. Uh, and ROH Tag Team Champions Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham also forty dollars. So those are the meet and greets for a free enterprise. You get to meet Matt Black for a, for a bucket of chicken for a, for some chicken friends. Some chicken friends. Yes. I, w- I would accept that as payment. Yeah. PW Insider has been told that Charlotte Flair is set to be in Orlando for tonight's edition of NXT. There you go. Dun, dun, dun. Speaking of which, see if there's any breaking news check. Nope, just impact results that we just watched. <laughs> Kira Hogan. That booty. Ciao. And uh, the final bit of uh, information uh, for the headlines in regards to the stories that Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle had to run into the Rumble backstage. Uh, Lesnar made it clear to Riddle he'll never work with him, so he should knock it off. And um, so uh, that that was the uh, that was the stuff there between those two. Sheamus is going to be the honorary pace car driver for the Daytona 500. That's going to take place here on coming up soon, February 16th. And uh, that's going to do it for headlines. So something we didn't do uh, was the mail uh, stats for the Royal Rumble. Your Iron Man was none other than Drew McIntyre, 34 minutes. Um, your uh, <laughs> least amount of time, Eric Rowan, eight seconds. John Morrison, 9 seconds. Shinsuke Nakamura, 20. Cesaro, 18. MVP, 24. Miz, 30. Shelton Benjamin, 37. Robert Roode, 41. Matt Riddle, 41. Big E, 53. Elias, 1 minute. That I've never seen so many Royal Rumble entrants that lasted under a minute. Yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 of the 30 superstars lasted under 5 minutes. That's the Brock effect. Yep. Uh, Brock was the second longest in the Rumble at 26 minutes, 24 seconds. Edge the third longest at 23.43. Uh, then Roman Reigns at 16 minutes. Randy Orton at 14 and a half. Dolph Ziggler at 12. So only 1, 2... Six men lasted over ten minutes in the rumble. Outside of Drew, or outside of Brock Lesnar's thirteen, Drew McIntyre had the second most eliminations with six. Seth Rollins and Edge each had three. Roman Reigns the only other one to have multiple eliminations with two. So that's it. That's going to do it for this edition of Lost in the Midcard. Thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. Make sure to search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, typically every Wednesday. And you can also subscribe to us on the YouTube. Go to our links on our social media, facebook.com slash Lost the Midcard. Twitter, 
at LITMC Podcast. You can follow Daryl on the Twitter at no one like D. You can follow Matt on the Twitter at Rob Showtime. You can follow myself, JB, on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And uh, before we ride off into that sunset, Daryl, what are your final thoughts? Fuck Joe Koff. Any other final thoughts? Um, no, just fuck Joe Koff. Okay. Any last uh, any any last parting words from your time in Houston? Um, shock the system and fuck Joe Koff. Okay. Matt, what are your final thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. Um, I hope AEW is really good tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Not really any mind-blowing matches set up yet, but... Doesn't have to be mind blowing matches to be a good show. Yeah, so hoping again. It was a big week of pro wrestling. I thought it was a good week of pro wrestling. Uh, Hard times was not into the fire, but it was still a solid show. I don't. I do not regret paying uh, the fifteen bucks to seeing it on fight at all. I thought I enjoyed myself watching it. I thought it was uh, right. Man went over over the TV title, even though he's apparently lost the belt already. Uh, the world champion match with Flip was fun. The whole tournament was fun. Uh, looking forward to seeing the Crockett Cup in it there. Worlds Collide blew me the fuck away. I wasn't even going to watch it live. I'm glad I, I changed that. I, I, I didn't know what it was going. I was doing on Saturday. So just so happened I was doing nothing. So I'm glad I watched it live. And the Rumble was one of the better Rumbles. Uh, it was a great pay-per-view. Uh, there was a couple, one thing that I think that was one match that was really a, a, a downer that was... Bailey and Lacey, everything else was was pretty damn good, and both Rumble matches were entertaining. And uh, you know, props to WWE for finally you know looking to make a new star, and, and Drew McIntyre has deserved that for the work he's put in. So I'm very excited to see the road to WrestleMania. I'm excited for AEW and NXT tomorrow. NXT Charlotte Flair showing up on NXT is going to be excellent. So uh, here we go. Road to WrestleMania, let's get it going. For Daryl, for Matt, this is JB. Thank you for tuning in to Lost the Midcard. We'll be back at you next week. Fuck Joe Fuck him! <laughs>